The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. There's no offense, there's no defense, it's it's a we-fence. Before we left Boulder, we knew we were going to win. Leonard from the shotgun, takes the snap, quick look to the left, talks to Ron, straight ahead, trying to break a tackle. He does! He's got a first down and more! 30, 20, Leonard! Touchdown! My goodness! The Blue Devils have the lead! And An incredibly disappointing loss. Um, that's honestly all my years of football. I, I've never been a part of a game like that, ever. All right, good morning. Good to see everybody. And open it up for questions. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show, Tuesday, September 5. Toby and TJ back with you. OUSMU coming up Saturday. Uh, I heard Ted say last night that he thinks SMU will be one of the top three offenses OU plays this year. Said they might end up being number one, but they're definitely going to be one of the three best offenses that Oklahoma uh, tries to slow down this year. So I don't know if that's true or not, but we'll I see. Said, what? It's, cer- it's certainly going to be a, a sterner test than last Saturday was for Oklahoma. You heard there, Duke knocks off Clemson last night, twenty-eight to seven. So. In a I, I, ain't never rel- seen any, I ain't never seen anything like it in all my years. I ain't never seen anything like it. In a relatively mild week one, a nice number of upsets. And uh, the college football season is off and running. That was a solid field storming last night by Duke as well, Teach, for a fan base that is not exactly known as, as uh, great football fans. They that all want to be, though. They would leave basketball behind in a second, as Sean would tell you. Oh, Sean knows it. Yep, they know it. Football is king. Cameron Indoor burned to the ground last night, Teeds. They're so excited about their <laughs> probably was. football team. Uh, you want to get Sean mad? Just uh, say that OSU is a basketball school. That would really – nothing gets him wrangled faster. <laughs> or say the word bedlam. Bedlam or running back room. Sugar Bowl. Uh, Don't mention the Sugar Sugar Bowl. Bowl, Yeah, that's a lot. He's got a lot of triggers. Okay, folks, if you will bear with us for a second, TJ and I need to talk some baseball. Now, we will get back to the college football talk momentarily. We had a moment yesterday, which I will cherish until my dying day. (laughs) You're so dumb. When TJ, in the middle of the afternoon, sent me a text that said simply. Let's go Reds. After I finished weeping, I texted him back uh, something about a brotherhood. And uh, it meant the world to me. 
because my Reds were playing the Seattle Mariners yesterday, who you are trying to catch now in the American League West. Correct. And uh, for a while it was looking great yesterday. The Reds jumped in front. The Rangers jumped in front. I said, what a day this is going to be. And uh, then I finished watching the Reds game, which they did go on to win 6-3 to yesterday. And I flipped it over then to the Rangers game, at which that point they were trailing, I think it was 22-4. to it, They were way behind. I don't know what happened. Uh, the bullpen the Ra- happened. Rangers went on to lose. Was it the bullpen well, again that got you? Andrew Haney didn't help himself out any. He made a bad play on an error, throwing a ball he shouldn't have thrown to first base, and then it kind of avalanched on him. So he left the game. Looked like he was going to be up 3-0 and be out of the uh, fifth with the win or possibly the win and ended up tied 3-3 and he didn't even make it the five innings. He went four and two-thirds. and it just, it, I think it's historic. There will be studies done on this Ranger bullpen on how good this team is, the amount of wins they'll end up with, whether they end up in the playoffs or not. It's the worst bullpen in the history of baseball. It's got to be the history of baseball, the history of baseball over the last two months and really the full season. They masked it for a little while. It is amazing how bad they are. And it's not just a couple of them. It is every single person in the bullpen. They don't have a single good one. Nobody. Nobody. Like, nobody comes in and gets out of an inning or gets out of a situation without giving up multiple runs. And it's not a run here or there. It is multiple runs. And it... The team, you can just see it. As soon as the starter has to come out, it's just deflating. We, and it's we got to like, get a big lead. Uh, Bochi last night, like his head just hit the little railing in front of him, like uh, you know, back-to-back homers by the Astros, and it was done. It was like how every game they cannot find a spot and and hit a spot. And they are terrible. Chapman, Smith, uh, it doesn't matter who they bring in. They are bad. Otto last night. Spores should never pitch in the major leagues again after last night. He should be optioned today. I haven't looked this morning to see if he has been, and I'm not joking about that. He should never pitch for the Rangers again. If someone wants to pick him up, fine. You cut that dude immediately. And I cannot figure out, as bad as they've been, send them all down and bring up everybody you've got down in AAA. It cannot be worse. Maybe those guys aren't ready. It cannot be worse than what these guys have been. They have blown 30 plus saves this year they have blown three uh run leads like 18 times in the last four weeks something like that it is unbelievable how bad they are and they're still just one game out of the division i'm sorry bud austin hedges who's a 150 hitting catcher pitched for us last night and pitched better than anyone He went two-thirds of an inning and didn't give up a hit or a run. Uh, Otto, uh, two earned runs. Spores, five earned runs. Martin Perez, two earned runs. Get out of here. So Thank you for winning. You kept us within the one. Rangers lost to the Astros, so now they are one game back of both the Mariners and the Astros. Yes. You are still in the playoffs as of right now. Toronto's knocking on the door now. But only by a half game. Toronto a half game back. So it's getting, uh, what do we got, like 20-ish games to go. 
So uh, it, it is it is time to get your act together here a little bit. I okay. will say the race in that division and the wild card in both leagues is just chaos right now. Mm-hmm. It's good for baseball, but not mm-hmm. good for me. All right, I'm having a nervous breakdown every day. I'm like, oh, great, let's bring it. We get the lead. Every time we get the lead in the uh, seventh inning or later, I'm like, oh, great, let's just go and give up a run next inning. And they do, and I'm yelling at my TV, and Katie's like, why are you watching this? I said, I don't know. I like the misery. (laughs) I'm trying to find a blown save stat, and I can't find it on, like, who's got the most in – I mean, I know you got the most in baseball. I'm trying to figure out, like, who's second most, but I can't find that anywhere, so. That should be like something you should find easy, you would think. Ah, well, I'm a moron. What can I say? <laughs> I can't find it, okay? <laughs> Jeez. Um. Anyway. Spores. What kind of name is that anyway? That's S-B-O-R-Z. Dumb name. Uh, a dumb terrible name. pitcher. Why would you ever draft a guy named Spores or trade for him? Whatever. Josh Spores. So... Anyway, we're trying our hardest to help you, okay? I know, thank you. You kept us, like I said, within one of both of them, so. We are tied for the final wild card spot in the National League with Arizona. And uh, Miami's a half game back, San Fran's one game back. So there's four teams fighting for one spot there. It is a dog fight, man. So every game's crucial. If we could only live in the American League West, we might break the all-time record for wins in a Major League Baseball season. What's the all-time record? Probably the 1927 uh, Yankees or no, something like that? No, I think like it's that, that Seattle team, right, with Ichiro and them a while well, they back? They have 110-ish. I want to say they had like 116, 117. I could be off. We would blow that. We're 12-1 and one now against the American League you West You are. You tear up the West this year. Do you know the only team that we have a loss to? Probably the A's. The Oakland A's. <laughs> That's about right. They took two of three at Oakland early in the year. That's it. Swept the Rangers, swept the Angels, swept the Astros. 1-0 now against the Mariners. So Now, every, well, 50% of our team is injured, including or, or on the COVID list. We've had a massive COVID outbreak in the Cincinnati Reds clubhouse. We have one starting pitcher left, Teach. Andrew Abbott is the only starting pitcher that we have remaining right now that's not on an injured list or a COVID list. So every day as they're calling up a rookie, they got another rookie going today that will make his first career start. It is – I don't know how they're doing it. It is truly duct tape and bailing wire right now that they're holding this thing together. It is – the lineup – Votto is out. India is out. Uh how everybody's out so it's crazy man but we'll see got another another rookie going today we'll try we'll try to get him for you hey this is our first lap around the american league west so i feel like i need to do some scouting for you the uh, julio rodriguez is a good player yeah he's, he's seattle decent. he's decent he's bigger than i knew he was he's a big boy man All right, uh, that's all the baseball talk, TJ. People cannot take any more than that. Texas gets Alabama on Saturday in Tuscaloosa. Alabama's got a couple of both starting defensive backs questionable. Not for both. A couple of defensive backs questionable. Malachi Moore and Jalen Key 
both right now being listed as day-to-day going into this Texas game on uh, Saturday. I am never the first person to put in a lock in the Ref Royal Rumble teach. In fact, you and I are always pretty much the last ones to put in a pick. Parker likes to be the first one to get his pick in every week. But I'm pretty close to going ahead and locking up Alabama at minus seven. I see no way this is anything south of a double-digit victory. I think it'll be a three-touchdown win at least. Uh, I'm with you. I said yesterday I think Alabama wins by three or four touchdowns. And I don't think that that may be more than that. So that may be that's a pretty solid lock, I think, if you want to go ahead and put in. I got a couple of Big 12 teams I'm eyeing for uh, upset special potential this week. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're going to knock your socks off when you hear them. I don't know if I should say. I don't know if I should share or not because I don't want to give you or any of our other cohorts. Yeah, you might, and not unless you're putting them in officially. I'd be careful with it. You think I should just keep it to myself until I, I, re- uh, I put it down? Yeah, yeah, that's probably wise. All right, who knows where I'll go? Sooners sixteen and a half. What do you think about that? I think that's about right. It started at fourteen, didn't it? And it's gone up to sixteen and a half. Uh, who knows? How I could think you know? That's... I don't know. What it was was two touchdowns. So, um, yeah, I think that's about right. Going to be a lot of plays. There's going to be a lot of offense, and I don't know if there'll be a lot. Hopefully, there's not a lot of offense. These are two good offensive can't teams. Can't be much offense are. with this clock running. We can't even run any plays. It's going to go very fast. Both teams go very fast. So it will be. Uh, it'll be entertaining. My bold prediction last night, which, by the way, I'm 1-0 in bold predictions on uh, on the Rudy shows. My bold prediction last night was that uh, we will have our first Sooner defensive touchdown of the year on Saturday. Ooh, that'll make some think, people uh, happy. Or probably think, won't. We should have had three. I think Preston Scott's going to throw it to us once. Either that or, uh, you know. A little scoop and score action. Something's going to happen. We're going to have a defensive touchdown. So we'll see. All right. 717. You can text the show. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Hey, uh, coming up, Jeff Levy. A couple of different things of interest he said yesterday. And at 8.05 this morning, I'm going to be joined by the legendary Stats Kelly from our Sooner Radio crew, Dennis Stats Kelly has written a book. It's called Sooners Forever, Coach Merv and the Stat Man. It's about uh, his time, our time with Merv Johnson the last decade or so and all the stories that we've heard from him and he's told. I I think it's going to be a great read, but uh, we're going to talk to him about his new book coming up at 8.05 this morning. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't imagine being on that Delta flight. Welcome back, everybody. That person probably needed Hightower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. I don't know if we wanted to talk about it while people are eating their breakfast, but... uh... 
Oh, the one that had problems yesterday. Unfortunate incident going to Barcelona and had to turn around. Barcelona. (laughs) Thank goodness they were not yet out over the ocean. (laughs) Thank you. Tower Clinical (laughs) brings you this hour. Uh, Locally convenient, uh, located conveniently. Ooh, that's hard to say. In various metro locations, coming soon to Ardmore, patients are compensated for their time. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through cl- clinical trial prep uh, participation. People directed uh, HightowerClinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. Oh, man. Uh, leave it. Yeah, uh, leave it. We're going to have to turn around. Uh, yeah. It's all the way through the plane. No, leave it. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Let it go. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. <laughs> uh, T-Row moving in on his Pops Cobbler game. That's from Roy. Oh, come on. It's, fa- it's a father-son endeavor here. I'm not moving in on anything. <laughs> By the way, if you're joining us late, um, new restaurant coming to town soon, Pink Dip and Cobblers. It's just a matter of negotiations at this point. So... Very exciting. Peach cobblers, apple cobblers, blackberry cobblers, and fix your shoe in the back. There'll be a, a place to fix your shoe. Uh, this texter says, I carry a small can of pepper spray just in case someone's dog gets after me or my dog. Is that what to do? I see some people with, like, walking sticks, but yeah. I don't want – that sounds terrible. We've Is got, pepper spray the thing to We've do? got two little uh, – nobody can figure out what they are, but they're like little foxes or coyotes running all through our neighborhood. They're, like, everywhere right now, and people uh, are having weird encounters with them where, like, they just freeze and, like, stare the person down. And, like, there's always, Have you seen it? I saw them um, last Thursday or Friday morning. Is it, it a fox birthday. or a coyote? I don't know. They're really skinny and long, and they look, like, weaselly kind of. They're mean looking, and they were uh, right outside of my house. It had to have been Thursday morning because it wasn't my birthday, so um, I have seen them, yeah. So don't know what they are. Oh man, a, a long, skinny, weaselly looking. Could yeah. it be a weasel? No, it's not a weasel. It's like a fox or a coyote or something, but they look kind of deformed. They look like a cupachabra or whatever those things are. Um, I don't know. Maybe what they it are. is a cupachabra. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, you need to be taking something on your walks then if you're dealing with cupachabra. <laughs> I haven't seen them on the walk. This was when I was leaving for work the other day, so they were just right out there, right outside my yard in the median by our driveway, so I don't know. Uh, Add the spaghetti sauce to your wife's business, and you are in business. That's from OU Architect. I forgot about the spaghetti sauce. That's the meal. There's the meal. Spaghetti. Pink dip, spaghetti, and cobbler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll think about uh, that it. was OU Architect. Granite Sooner uh, is saying don't forget the sp- spaghetti sauce, too. So a lot of people want to have your wife's uh, spaghetti sauce. We might just sell sauce. the spaghetti sauce, like, in the On front shelf. display. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can have a little booth up there with, like, spaghetti sauce so and candles or something. There'll be, a, there'll be a, a glass display up front. You can get you can get pink dip to go, spaghetti sauce, and signed copies of Unhitch the Wagon. <laughs> that's what we sell and repaired shoes that people have left behind and not well that's up. where we yeah yeah right 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 when your shoes are done we put them back up front so you can come pick them up sure 
Uh, lots of people explaining the, uh, yes, you have to completely exit out after the first show. Go back in, search, and pull up Sooner Sports Talk. There are two separate events on the ESPN platform. That's where the confusion's happening, I guarantee you. All people right. are expecting just to watch it all the way through, and you're not able to do that. So Okay. Well, maybe we're helping people here um, today. Sooner Steven, Steven says, that's it. TJ deserves a raise. That came in uh, at 641. I don't know what I said or did, but thank you. I agree with you, Sooner Steven. 641. What could it possibly be? That may have been when I dropped my cobbler joke about a boot. So I don't know. Hmm. Man, that was a really good joke. Sooner Steven, I'm willing to go to bat to get TJ a raise if you can tell us what he said that deserved a raise today. Why make it sound like all OU fans were complaining about the game when 99% of us were thrilled with the team's performance? Uh, you make us yeah, all TJ. sound like a bunch of bleep holes. So what's the purpose of that? Well, yeah, with, the, with the tone of that text, you are, all right? No. Who um, said everybody? Was I never everybody, said everybody. On, everybody on the radio, when you turned on the radio, they were all complaining. I said everybody, yeah. Uh, there were probably more that were positive that were getting after them with Tyler and Travis, so... I didn't mean to make it sound like it was Come everybody. on, Teach. It was a lot, though. Ah. It was a lot on the radio and a lot on Twitter. Headed up by a couple of guys that thought Lindsay Street would be popular for tailgating. Who thought that? <laughs> you know, when you guys are going to figure out those guys are wrong about a lot of stuff. The whole tailgating thing I find endlessly fascinating. <laughs> it, it is fascinating. Really, it is. Because the, the tailgate guys thing. Okay, that ticked everybody off. Remember yes. that? The tailgate guys thing. Started in the SEC, very popular in the SEC. This is the ability to have somebody else set up your tailgate, provide the food if you want, set up the television, everything. All you got to do is show up, you do your tailgate, and you leave, they tear it down, all this kind of stuff. Concierge tailgating. It sweeping the south. So Oklahoma says... That's a good idea. We're going to do that at OU. So they do a little bit of it. It's extremely popular. There is a waiting list for people wanting to do it. So a new area opens up. They said, all right, that new area, you guys are asking for more of this. We're going to put more of them there for you to do. So they put more of them there. World goes crazy, right? <laughs> How dare you give us what we asked for? Corporate tailgating. It's for the rich people. We want it. Lindsay Street open again. Give it to us. First off, it wasn't corporate tailgating for the rich people. It was what the fans were asking for. I don't want to have to back my trailer in there and all those. This is great. You guys set everything up. Me and my friends just meet there. We pay a price. We leave. It's great. By the way, tons of people still doing it. Still a long waiting list for more people that want to do it. It's extremely popular. But they open up Lindsay Street again. And I, I, what are there, like four tents? I don't know. Uh, there were, I think there were four in the picture, yeah, three or four. So now it's like, well, we can't park. Now we got to drag it too far. Now we need this open. <laughs> okay. Well, I have no doubt we're going to figure this out, and it's going to be great, and there's going to be lots of tailgating there again, and it's going to be a zoo. But I saw already on uh, online on Sunday, well, this is where they really need to have tailgating. A guy had a map out, and he had it circled. This is where they really, if they want to be like the SEC, then everybody's got an opinion on tailgating, man. 
It's um, you're out there in the middle of it. I'm not, so I'm not one to be. I can't fairly. I went give. by a couple of tailgates on Saturday morning. Yeah, when I travel, here's my opinion. When I travel and I walk to the game through crowds or you know look around, that kind of stuff, I don't see any difference. Like some places have a parking lot, we don't have a parking lot, so it's a little more evident when you're in West Virginia. Well, there's all the tailgating because they're all in the parking lot there. Some places don't. Some places, like at Oklahoma State, they, well, you know, they're out throughout down streets and all kinds of stuff like it is OU. So I don't see it. So you're out in the middle of it. You tell me, well, like, is it bad? Is it good? Do we blow it out of proportion? Are people never going to be happy? Is it? What's the deal? Um, I think it's good. I don't think it's great in comparison to some, but I don't think that's by lack of area because there's still room even where – uh, I've gone through, and it's good, if that makes sense. There's still room for tents and stuff. There's still room for more if you want to go set up. Um, Lindsay Street was great back in the day. I'm not going to deny that. That's where uh, our tailgate was, right there on the corner. It was set up and structured a little bit differently because of the parking lot and everything, and we had – I never did it because I was here on this radio show, but friends would go Friday morning around 4 or 5 in the morning and then they were allowed to stake off their area. I want to say it was around 8 or 9. It may have been later than that. I don't remember. But they would go early, early Friday morning. They would uh, rotate. Someone would be late to work. And they would get their spot. And that area was great. but um, So I don't know why. I mean, maybe it's just as simple as they just didn't have anywhere to pull up to and unload. And they just kept going and said, well, this isn't going to work. So maybe there would have been like 30 tents there Saturday. I don't know. Because there was the parking lot before, and that's where we would pull into and unload, and then we'd go park somewhere else because we weren't allowed to park there um, at that time. So I don't know. I don't know. I do feel like also that there is a large chunk of, of the media, the fan base, I don't know who it is, that feels like like tailgating is a competition. Like we're going to get judged on this. They're going to think, poorly of us if we don't have a tailgating scene that's as good as this school or that school or whatever. I mean, win football games, right? Have great environment inside the stadium. That's what really matters. If you're the eighth best tailgating school in the SEC, who cares? They're not passing out a trophy at the end of the year. This is the best The best tailgating school in the SEC is? Or it would be great if it was OU. If it's not, the world can win football games, right? No, that's I, true. That's true. I, I, I want fans to be happy. If there's a way things can be done better, great. But if you enjoy having a tailgate in your backyard and then driving to the game and rooting your, your head off when it's game time, okay, knock yourself out. If you like getting together with your buddies at a tailgate at the stadium on Lindsay Street or on Jenkins or at Campus Corner or wherever the case may be, and that's your scene, awesome, great. I don't know. I, I, I've admitted this many times. I, I'm the wrong person to be given any opinions on this. But it is a never. It is a ceaselessly entertaining topic. Do you think it'll be better this week on Lindsay? Do you think? <laughs> Not according to K Dub in the nine one eight. What's wrong with K Dub? 
Lindsay Street tailgating debacle is a revolt. Joe C. understandably called out the fans Friday because we needed to be better on game day. But so do they. The in-game and game day experience is so bad and boring, it amazes me, oh, you can't be better with something so vital. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that even means. What's the bad and boring? The game day experience is awesome. Uh, I had a great time on, uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Explain yourself. What's bad and boring about going to an OU football game? I don't know. I don't know. It was hot. People were sitting a lot more than normal because uh, they were exhausted from the heat, maybe. And it was also, there wasn't a lot to get completely fired up about and keep going crazy, you know, past about mid-second quarter. So, I don't know what he's meaning by that. I know, like, audio-visually, like, they are better than anybody than I've anybody. ever been to. They're, they're unbelievable ever. with all that. And the I'll SEC, the Ohio State, Big 12, anywhere I've ever been, what the audio-visual stuff that Oklahoma does on the big screen is, and they win awards every year for that. Well, like, and people come and study the them on that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So are we talking about, like, chicken kicking for chicken? Because they do that everywhere, too. Where you're like, yeah, I don't want to see somebody <laughs> kicking for Like, that's everywhere they do hey, that stuff. Hey, the guy even hit the field goal this week. He won his Chick-fil-A. People are constantly trying to sell you, at, uh, you know, do advertising. That Dude, that's everywhere. What, what are you talking about? Speaking of kicking for chicken, if you want your tailgate to be the best tailgate on uh, campus, you need to get with the Eastside Chick-fil-A here in Norman. They can take care of you. Perfect party trays, gallons of lemonade, gallons of tea. They do it all right there at 12th Avenue, 405-310-3189. How about this? Now, we would have to uh, get some sponsors to uh, agree to let us do this, but I think we should have a ref tailgate party on Lindsay. For every home game. We do all the no, shows from there. Three ideas. game shows from there. Don't give these ideas. A tailgate we'll is let, so much work. We'll let so Balfour. You've got to go around to all these different businesses and set up stuff anyway. Just one location. Pre-game, post-game. This is where the party's at. Right there on Lindsay, we got a ref. We set up a tent. We do a, we, we can hang a Balfour banner there. They're the official sponsor. Whoever, O'Connell's, whatever. They're our official sponsor. The party's here. Big tent. We got food. All the fans can gather around, listen to the shows. We got speakers. You love to create work for I'm other people. I'm an idea You're not machine today. Jeez. Why? See, this is why I should be at the meetings, TJ. Pink dipping cobbler and this <laughs> hey, idea. Um, you're no longer invited to the meetings. Please don't come. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I'm getting seconds here, TJ, on uh, my great idea. People saying that is a great idea. Thank you very much to all my supporters out there today. All right, uh, let's hear from Jeff Lebby, Teach. Um, you want to hear about Gavin Freeman or the offensive line? Dealer's choice. Freeman and who? The offensive line. Um, well, you offered up uh, Freeman yesterday, Gavin Freeman yesterday, and we didn't take it. So let's uh, have Gavin, and then we can do the offensive line if you like. This is Jeff Lebby talking about Gavin. Oh, okay, okay. All right, he's still he's same I'm answer. still interested. Yeah. We're going to play them both. It's a matter of what order we go in. So we're going to go Jeff Levy on. He was asked why, uh, if he was surprised 
more schools out there weren't recruiting Gavin Freeman coming out of high school? We're not very smart. I mean, it's just, it really is incredible. You know, it's, I, I think it, he, he's one of those guys, man, you always talk about recruiting is not the, <clears throat> it, it, you can never bat a thousand. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's different every single year with every single kid. And he's a young man that, again, he can play anywhere in America. And uh, dang glad he's playing for us. Um, interested to see what kind of season he has. Obviously, an electric start with the punt return. And didn't uh, the starters didn't see a ton of snaps on Saturday, but um, he is a, an intriguing weapon. And like I said yesterday, I think the Stoops-Freeman combination uh, will be one that is going to give some opposing defenses headaches this year. But um, he did, you know, it wasn't like the second punt. You remember, TJ, the second punt that Gavin Freeman fielded hit him off the shoulder, hit off his shoulder pads? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. that's not good. But he did go chase it down he and bring it, it back like 30 yeah. yards. Right. So, um Britt was saying last night, he's like, he was, he was asking, I think he was talking to DeMarco about which guy should we put back there. And he's like, I think, you know, Gavin's a little bit risky, but he probably has a chance to make the bigger plays. And Brent was like, let's, let's go. Let's see if he can make some plays for us. And boom, first punt return. You know, so it'll be interesting. All right. Now the other potential concern that I raised yesterday was the run game. I thought it was, it was okay. Saturday, uh, 220 total yards is a nice number. They average four and a half yards a carry. That's okay. Really didn't break any long runs. So it was fine. I mean, it got the job done, but it wasn't explosive. So that's O-line and running backs there. And um, Levy was asked his thoughts on, on how his O-line played Saturday. You know, I, I thought our guys played incredibly tough and played very physical, played incredibly hard, and had some edge about them, which we we need to be a tough, nasty, physical football team. And that's, you know, that's how we need to play. So we got to build on that. Uh, we had the right people in the run game. Um, you know, Arkansas State really did a pretty good job getting extra hats to the ball and some of their too high stuff and the ball getting spilled to to support players. They did a good job. We've got to win some more one-on-ones, but, man, proud of how our guys played. And, again, did not play perfect at all. we got to clean plenty up, fundamentally, technique, all those things. But when you watch them, man, we played hard, and we played played really, really violent, which was good. I can't tell what the O-line, you know, individually what they're doing when the game's going along. So I was listening to Gabe, and, and he was on the uh, huddle last night. He felt like Andrew Rain probably was – the best offensive lineman in game one. Um, Rouse and Guyton both played solid. McC- uh, McCade Matoyer was steady, which is just what you're going to get out of him. You know, he's not spectacular, but he's not going to mess up a lot. He was disappointed. Gabe was disappointed in Savion Bird. He felt like that he can be a lot better and that maybe. And he did have some flashes, but he also had some plays where it looked like he maybe took a playoff or two to catch his breath. So um, got to be better there. But, again, across the board, those guys are going to get tested more. SMU defensively was was really good against La Tech. Uh, they gave up, I think it was 28 yards rushing the whole game. 
only 14 points. So this will be a all-around significantly better test for Oklahoma this week. Don't forget, I don't think we've brought this up yet. It is Stripe the Stadium Saturday, Teej. Yes, that's right. Even sections crimson, odd sections white. Did I get that right? Yes, you got, got that, right. that right. Yep, you did. If you are sitting in an even section, crimson. If you are sitting in an odd section, where white. TJ, what section are you in Saturday? Uh, even. Even or odd? Even. Even? So you are crimson, TJ. Okay? Okay. Odd section white. Let's pass the word along. 748. I am always amazed at how well we do stripe the stadium, by the way, TJ. We are really good at stripe the stadium. Sooner fans are it, and it looks awesome, too, so I can't wait. We'll be back. Bleed Crimson? Love great Sooner talk? Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication provided for free. If you want more information, some of the studies that they're doing, you can uh, go to HightowerClinical.com. Or call or text 405-831-5905. They can help you out. We had a uh, pleasant uh, text on the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. TJ and Toby are so bleeping stupid, I don't know how they get up and tie their shoes in the morning. Hmm. So I text them back, I pay someone to tie my shoes. It's a valid point and accurate, but I wonder what caused that comment. Uh, They are not a fan of ours. I uh, see some other texts here uh, taking shots at us. So person does not like us. Listens, uh, but uh, hates us. Listens, but hates us. Like the Howard Stern effect or something. Yeah. Could be a relative. It's potentially a relative. Could be that they feel that you're, um, you know, maybe keeping them out of this cobbler and pink dip business. Jealous of my idea? Jealous of your idea. Maybe. Well, Um, what specifically, sir or ma'am, are we a moron about today? (laughs) No doubt you're right. I would just love to know exactly what it is. Uh, There are too many things to name on a text that could be done different for game days. Forgive me. I love OU. Been doing uh, going. This is uh, the K Dub in. Is this the guy that didn't like uh, everything? Uh, I love uh, OU. Been going to games since I was four years old. I just think it could be so much better. I'd gladly donate money to a collective of their choice if they take the time to hear me out. I'm taking the time right now to hear you out. I and and I have the ear. Of the influencers at the University of Oklahoma. TJ, did we or did we not change the walk of champions already this we year? We did that. So if you would like to share, if you've got good ideas for what can be better, please share. People want things to be as great as they possibly can be. If That doesn't mean that all of your ideas are good. Some of them might not be liked, even though you think they're good. But... I would love to hear what all of your great ideas are. So call in or text some of them in, and I'm sure they're great. Let's hear them. 
Um, I would say just winning at a high level and winning championships would pretty much take care of it all. That's what I would say. Uh, with the way some fans are talking, you would think they wanted OSU's game. The, the 27-14 win over yeah, Central Arkansas? I guess so. No, uh, we probably are being a little hard. There were a lot of very happy fans after last Saturday. Sure. The majority of them are. There are just sure. a lot of loud people and just screaming about pass rush. <laughs> I think we are reaping the rewards of a BV year two. While Clemson is starting to feel the loss of BV year two, very happy mm. to be on our side of it. That's definitely potential. It's, that's a possibility. Year, year two has kind of been a magic year in, in college football. Things, you know, positively and negatively. Obviously, Bob Stoops was a year two situation. But we'll see. It's early. Uh, someone was saying if uh, Brent uh, last night or if you heard any update yet on Drake Stoops. Um, hmm. Is that a not allowed to say yet? We talked about it during a commercial break. He didn't gotcha. talk about it over gotcha. the air. So I think that he doesn't want to, he doesn't like to talk about injury situations like a lot of college coaches do or don't uh, because you don't necessarily want your opponent to know if someone is going to play or not. So I will respectfully decline to answer that question. I will say Gabe said on the air in the first show that, Drake was at practice yesterday. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what Gabe said. So I'll give you that. Oops. Uh, Toby, the most informative thing I heard last night was Caleb Kelly mentioning Kip Lewis had 11 perfect grades on Saturday. Did to- uh, Teddy or Brent mention anything about this off air? No. Well, Teddy loved the way Kip Lewis played. Uh, we didn't talk about it last night, but I, ha- I did hear him talking about it with Gabe on on their podcast. Uh, Kip is – the Kip Lewis-Kobe McKenzie combination is going to be great. They're both redshirt freshmen, so they got time. Kip's got to get a little bit bigger, and he's going to learn from Danny, and eventually he's going to take over that spot. And, and it, you know, Teddy's bantied around the idea that if, if Canick is slow to – get to things, maybe they bump Stutzman over and play Kip Lewis and Danny Stutzman. So worth keeping an eye on. Top of the hour, Stats joins us next.